when you first start your business, you want customers to come to you. But how do they find you? Where do they go? Where are people searching? What are they searching for? In this episode, Christina and I get deep into Google My Business and showing up on Google Maps. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So welcome back to episode four of season two with Christina, which is season four of this whole coaching series. And Christina's back. Welcome back, Christina. Thank you. Happy to be back. <laughs> you haven't kicked me out yet. I feel like we've been on a journey together so far, and it's been fascinating. And actually, I'm really quite looking forward to it. You're coming down to Oaxaca in Mexico to come and visit soon. I am in uh, less than a week. Less there. than a week, we will be doing live episodes together, I'm sure. I have lots of ideas. You probably do too. This is going to be fun. Yeah, we've never met. We've been speaking for about, I don't know, whatever it is, probably nine, mm, ten months about your business. Ten months or so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a journey it's been. For those of you who haven't listened, go back, start at season one, and you will know what a journey we've been on. What we wanted to do today was we spoke about Google My Business, and actually, I'm feeling very strongly about this. I've just done two episodes with Henry from the team and we did episode 24 of the main podcast in season two is 10 ways to drive traffic to your website. And we also did getting to the top of Google episode 22. In both of those episodes, Henry talked a lot about Google My Business because it's an incredible way to drive traffic, to get exposure, to get people to your business. And we spoke about this last time. You hadn't done that much work on it. Have you actually done anything since we last spoke or is it just the way it was? I figured out how to log in and go back to my page because because it's like the most difficult thing to like find your page and find your admin page. They've made it so hard. So I don't want to take like half an hour while you're sitting there staring at me. And then secondly, the other reason why I did that is because I do have some trade shoots I've done recently. And part of that is that, you know, people have to go leave me a review. So I wanted to make sure I had that link. And that's one of the things, the review link, I wanted to make sure I talked to you before I send it to them, because I want to ask them to write things in such a way or include phrases or words that will help it show up. So that's kind of, I just did it in preparation, but I, I abstained. I didn't touch anything. I didn't fiddle. So... <laughs> Well, actually, that's one of the biggest problems we have at Rebel Business School is people come in and we go, oh, like, have you set this up? And they're like, yes, I did two years ago, but I don't remember the password. You spend like hours resetting it. So if you're going to set up, if you're listening to this now, when you set up your Google My Business account, copy the links out, create a page wherever it is, write it in your notebook, copy it in a, a Word file if you're old school, a Google Doc, doesn't really matter, but copy it save the links, save the passwords, because it's a nightmare when you have to re-access these things years later and edit them. You don't want to go through the pain I've been through trying to get back access to old things because I didn't save it in the early days. There's a, huge, there's a practical tip we should all have right at the start. So let's get into this. What we're thinking about here is 
and this is one of the main questions with search engine optimization and getting people to find you, is what are people searching for? And that is what we want to show up. So what do you think your clients are searching for, Christina? So if you asked me this a few months ago, I wouldn't know. But since I've (laughs) been kind of delving deeper into the world of freelance photography and people that do similar work to what I do, I think probably the root keywords are commercial photography or product photography. So I'm going for, you know, myself, I go for more like the creative product photography, but I think like that's kind of those root, like commercial, creative product, and then photography. And then photography. Would they search photographer? Would they search some different things around that? Is it, does anyone search food photography? Yeah, food photography seems to be searched more so than cocktail photography because people just assume it's all rolled into one. It's all the same thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it's food and beverage, isn't it? Food and beverage photography. And that's one of the questions is what are people actually searching for on Google Maps? Well, it's on Google in general, and then it's showing up for that. So adding in the location is a critical bit. So it might be commercial photographer, LA, or commercial photography, LA, product photography, LA, because we need to show up for what people are actually searching for. That's the whole bit. And the way we do that is making sure our business in the description the title, the reviews has these keywords, has these terms that people are actually searching for. Because when I go on Google Maps and I search for best breakfast, Oaxaca, if someone has actually put in the review, this is one of the best breakfasts in Oaxaca, guess what shows up when I search for it? And it's incredible how that works. So if there's a review in there, Google says, oh, this reviewer has said it's the best breakfast in Oaxaca, we should trust them. So it shows me those. So if someone's like written for you, like this is a great commercial photographer in LA, Google's going to see that review and go, oh, they're a commercial photographer in LA. That's the kind of thing I should be showing up for when people search. And it's getting all of those elements to tie up. That I think is one of the critical bits. Does that make sense with this? Yes. So if we look at the reviews you've got there currently, One of the reviews you've got is from a guy called Rob, and it says, Christina undertook a very challenging brief, capturing an unrehearsed flash mob style live reading in a public location. That meant she had to balance a huge range of unknown factors to create reportage, reportage, reportage style shots. (laughs) No, me neither. That capture the spirit of the event, its location, and those taking part. She did it masterfully with stunning candid shots, sweeping location shots, documentary-style reaction shots of people who seemed completely unaware of the camera. It will allow the story of the event to be told in images that completely capture the atmosphere. Highly recommend. I mean, that is an incredible review. Congratulations, first off. That's amazing. And he's got some great terms in there, like documentary-style. So if people are searching for documentary photographer, documentary style photographer, there's some great terms in there. That's a fantastic review. And if we can get the people you've worked with, who you love, to write you reviews that have some of those words that you want to show up for in there, that's a brilliant way to help your profile end up higher in the listings. 
Let's unwind slightly and start right at the beginning. Let's do a live test. So if you're listening to this, do it along with us. Uh, Christina are going to do it now. Christina, if you can open a private browser, the reason we do it in a private mode is Google knows who you are and it tailors the responses to you. So if you're Googling your own business, you're blatantly going to show up because Google knows you like your own business. So the only way Mm -hmm. to do a, a fair test of this stuff is to go into a private browser. So if you go into a private browser and let's try one of these, which one? Commercial Photographer LA. Should we try that? Okay. Commercial Photographer. If you're listening to this, do it along with us. I've typed in Commercial Photographer LA and let's just do it straight in Google for now. The first two are adverts. So I've got commercial photographers for hire near Los Angeles on Upwork. That means people are actually searching for this because they wouldn't be paying for adverts if there wasn't business to be had. So that's a good sign that it's a good term to have on this. There's no actual maps that come up, which I find really interesting. It doesn't bring the I got map a up. map on mine, but I I did it on Firefox. I'm looking at whatever this Google thing is now that I'm on. If I actually change it to commercial photography, Los Angeles, not just LA, I do get a map. Oh, I get a map in both, in Chrome also. Okay. Hmm. Interesting, which is really fascinating, which is how the results change dependent on who's searching, where they're searching and what's happening. So on the map, the first three are John Lewis photography, Pixella commercial photography, and Mark DeLong photography. That's really interesting. We're not in the top of that list. We're nowhere near it, (laughs) but there are people there searching for it. Can you find yourself? Uh, Let's see. I don't think I'm on here. I'm not finding it. I'm going to page four. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm currently on page five and scrolling. So you're not in the top 60 results that I've seen so far. So I think our commitment to scrolling is probably higher than your average person that types in commercial photography. So we're not in the top. I've checked 70. I'm going to stop there because otherwise I'm going to keep scrolling. We're not in the top 70 results. So I guess what our aim should be is start to get you to show up on the first 10 results. That should be our aim for commercial photography. And actually what I would do for all of you listening, I would do this. The terms that you want to search show up for, make a list of what the top terms you want to show up for, like commercial photographer, Los Angeles, or whatever it is for your business. Make a list of those terms and see if you show up anywhere in the list now. If you don't, Put no show, but and then any improvement is going to be an improvement on that. And then we can gradually do the work to start climbing that list and moving on. And I think this is the bit, this is not a short-term play. This is something we do a little bit of each month to start working towards getting ourselves up the list for commercial photographer. I feel like Christina is still clicking, trying to find herself on the list. Oh, no, I got a little distracted looking at like one of the ones that shows up at top. I wanted to see what they do, but I will probably do that later though. Well, no, let's go straight there now. Let's go straight there now. Which one did you click on? And let's actually have a look at what they do. I clicked on Pixella. Okay. So Pixella is second on the list for commercial photography Los Angeles. They have four Google reviews. They're actually, they've got commercial photography in the name of their business. 
the type of business says commercial photographer. So they've got, they've got it in the title. They've got it in the name of the business. They filled out all the details, opening hours, phone appointments. They've got sample images, which actually look really good. And then they've got the reviews, which actually includes some of the stuff. So they've got fantastic product photographer, professional job, great, well done, professional team. They've got some of those bits and they've actually gone through and replied to the people leaving those reviews as well, which shows Google it's an active thing. And then if you go a little further down, it actually comes up to from Pixella Commercial Photography LA and they've got the little bit of information about them. Which, what are the first three words that they have in the about them information? The Pixella Commercial Photography Company. Yes. Yeah. So they have... Well, that's, that was four words, sorry. Like it works. Um, they have that there. <laughs> and then on the web results, all about them being a commercial photographer as well. So they've done a pretty good job of having their keyword throughout what they're doing. It would be interesting to look at yours, Christina, to see if we have the same thing. So if you want to find Christina's, search for Fresh Print Media LA, type that in and Christina will come up. Here's the bit I always say to people though, Christina, how many of your customers that don't know you yet will be searching for your business name? Zeros and zeros. (laughs) And people always come to me and they say at the Rebel Business School, they say, Alan, I'm really excited. I show up on page one for my business name. And let's be honest, I was excited when I first showed up on page one for my business name too. But it will never bring you any customers because people don't know who you are yet. So you've actually got to show up for a search term rather than your business name. Maybe five years down the line, you're famous enough that people will search for you directly and it will become useful, but it doesn't help you win business at the start. So we've got this here. You looking at your own thing, what are your feelings about this currently? Um, looking at my page. Yeah. Looking at your own, it sort of pops up with fresh print media and you've got the picture of Irish whiskey at the top. What are your feelings as you scroll down and look at this? I mean, I think, you know, it's, why is this being, it's being difficult. That's my thought. (laughs) I mean, I just, I think that the keyword Thing. I think it could be updated. All my reviews are a couple years old. So maybe, you know, maybe the internet in all its wisdom doesn't know if it's super active or not. I know I have like decent pictures on there because I know I added some at some point. Yeah, you have some good photos. You've got 27 photos on there. They do come up. It would be great if we could get some of your previous clients to add a few photos that you've taken for them and leave an actual review, that would be incredible. But the actual like headline picture and the title looks great. You've got photography service under the business type. What are your feelings about that? I don't know if I have any feelings about it. (laughs) Check your feelings. Let me know. Uh, I feel like... I mean, it sounds kind of strange, but I think that that might just be the preloaded thing that Google allowed me to pick. Okay. So one of the keys to niche marketing, as we've spoken about a lot on the podcast, is having one product for one type of market. If you're focusing on commercial photography, should we change that to commercial photography so you're more likely to show up for that? Yes, I guess so. Can we change it to that? I'm sure we can. We're bound to find a way to be able to do it. Yes. One of the resistances I normally have of Alan, you're telling me to change it from broad 
I'm a photographer, to specific, I'm a commercial photographer, won't that mean I will miss out on business? What do you think the general answer to that one is, Christina? I think that the answer is that leaving anything broad causes you to miss out on more business than being, because if people don't know to look for you and you're not picking something to like rise to the top to, you're just not going to show up anywhere. Yeah. Cause how many photographers are there in LA? Uh, 5 million. There's one or two of them hanging about. Yeah. How many commercial photographers? Less. That's the thing. Yeah. Because there's about 60 million of them that are doing headshots, which I'm not doing anymore. And then, you know, there's weddings and there's family. So it's like, you know, you get caught down in all that, that big bog of stuff. Yes. So it's about choosing that niche, choosing that small bit that we're going to go for. And if it's commercial photography, then let's put that as the title. Let's have it in our description. Let's talk about commercial photography. Let's stand out amongst commercial photographers because there is enough business in that small niche for you. I am super confident there is enough business in that small niche for you. So there's a quick change that we can do straight at the start is change the type at the top. We can look to have the text about us. We can ask people to create reviews for what we're doing and add photos. And preferably it would have, the reviews would have, Christina is a great commercial photographer. How do you get a review, Christina? How do you get someone to review you and use the words you want them to use? I think I just ask them specifically. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on if it's like a paid client. Like, it depends on how well I know them. But I mean, I think in general, even if it's a paid client, be like, hey, if you enjoy, if I feel like we had a good rapport, you know, I would, I can still follow up with an email and say, hey, if you enjoyed your shoot, I'd appreciate a review and et cetera, et cetera. These are some key words you can use. So I had a friend who messaged me and said, I need you to do a review for me, Alan. Will you help me? And of course, the answer is yes. And then he said, like, to make your life easier, here's an outline of the kind of thing I'd love you to say. And when he wrote that for me, what do you think I thought? You made my life easier. Mm -hmm. You made my life easier. Now all I need to do is just edit it to sound a little bit more like Alan. And actually, I was more effusive, more enthusiastic than he was. So I made it even nicer. And he made my life easier. And I just went straight to where he wanted it. I copied his text, edited it slightly, impressed, publish. And I gave him exactly what he wanted. And he made my life easier. And if you can make your client's life easier, especially if you're doing it one-on-one, -on -one, like you do not want to do the generic email that comes out after work that says, hope you liked our work. Please leave a review now. That's not going to help you get what you want. But if you've got a client and you know you've worked well together and they've loved you and you say, I'm just working on my Google My Business listing. I'd really love it if you could just help me leave me a review to make your life easier. Here's some ideas of text. And a couple of the photos I took for you, if you want to upload them as well, I would love you forever if you would do that for me. And you ask nicely, maybe even you text them and ask them, would you mind leaving a review? If you're happy to do it, I'll send you some ideas. But people genuinely want to help you and feel honored asking you. Yes. And I was thinking I could even, if there was a couple images that they really liked from the shoot or, you know, something from the project we did together, I could maybe attach those to the email and be like, you know, if you want to add these or some of your other favorite images, and then that way, hopefully get people adding pictures. 
Yes, because then there's social proof. Look, the clients themselves are adding the photos. Google sees an active account. They see all the keywords in there. They're seeing all the bits. And then we start to do that. Maybe we just ask one or two clients this week if they'll do it for you. And we just slowly build it up over time. I don't think we want to do is send 50 emails this week, have 50 reviews, and then have none for the next five years, which is what lots of people do. It's just do one a week, do two a week, and it'll slowly build up. Your account on Google My Business will look fuller. You will have filled out all the boxes, the opening hours, all the bits. You'll have great reviews coming in. And then we start to track the keywords. And once a month, we have a little look down the list and go, have we made it into the top 50 for commercial photographer in LA? Have we made it into the top 40? And we track it over time and we just work to get ourselves up that list. This is not a short-term solution, but this is a long-term solution that can really help. And Christina's got a far tougher job than most of you. (laughs) She lives in Los Angeles. Like that's a huge place with a lot of people and a massive amount of creative businesses. For the rest of you listening to this, your job is way easier. If you were a commercial photographer in Bolton, you'd have a lot easier job showing up in the list. If you're a commercial job, commercial photographer in London, it's more difficult. So thinking about where you are and what you're doing, some of you will have an easier job, some of you will not but it's still worth doing. There is an incredible amount of traffic that can come through this. And this is one of the practical applications of search engine optimization. This is exactly what we're doing right now. I figured out how to make it show up as commercial photographer in the top. Nice work. Tell us how you did that. So if you go to info and then you go to, when you're, once you're in your, in your admin page, you go to info on the left-hand side and then It has the name of your business and then underneath it has a bunch of categories and you just hit the little edit pen and then it'll ask you for the primary category and that's the one that shows up. So I actually had photographer in there, but it was like down a couple. So whatever your primary category is, is what shows up on the the main page. But then you can add additional categories, which I have done. And it's like photographer, photo agency, photography studio. I guess the photography service one. So they'll probably help, but it's probably best to have whatever you're going for be the very first thing out there. Have the main one as the thing that's out there and then add in the other service you do because we still want to show up for those other things, but it's not our primary focus. Our primary focus is showing up for those things. Excellent. So if I go down, and this is part of this, is just go down the Google My Business page for your business and fill out all of the information. Fill out every single bit, make your listing as complete as possible. So if we kind of go down Christina's as we're looking, we've got the address, we've got the opening hours, 9am to 5pm. Seems like you're open right at the moment, Christina. Yes. The next one down is a booking link for the calendar. Now I just clicked on this. And it takes me to a generic page on pick.co that's nothing oh, to do with you. it's not working. No, it's not working. Hmm. I just fixed it too. It's still not working. So we need to find a way to get that to link to your booking page rather than a generic page. I don't think it likes me because it's correct in here. <laughs> and it's always useful to have someone else checking these things for you. So once you've filled out your Google My Business, send it to three friends and go, can you go through this and click on all the links and 
check it all works because that's such an important part of this. But actually, this is what it is, is you slowly go through it, you slowly work on it, and it does it. You've set the cover photo, you've set the profile photo, you've set the additional photos, you've uploaded all those pieces. So I think one of the other pieces to work on on this is to go back and to reply to all of the reviews you've got so far, saying thank you for your reviews. It was a great project to work on your commercial photography and going through and replying to those reviews to show you're an engaged account. Then we can also start to work on getting new reviews as you go. When I'm replying to reviews, so I also want to try and use keywords in that. I think it does help to have those in there. Like it can't not help, but I think just saying thank you for the work or thank you for the review or yeah, it was great working with you. I really enjoyed doing your photography project, I think is a great way of doing it. Okay. There is a page on Google My Business that shows you Google My Business Insights to give you an overview of the top search queries used to find your business listing, which is actually quite interesting. So we could have a look at what people are finding you for at the moment. So it says one month. Should we look at one month, one quarter or one yeah, week? Let's have a look at a quarter to start with, which gives us three months of data. Okay. So we're looking at a quarter. It's about three quarters of so all searches is 5,456 and three quarters of them is direct and a quarter of them is discovery, which leads me to believe that someone else has like a similar business name maybe. Yeah. So discovery is customers who find your listing searching for a category product or service. So they're actually searching for photography, commercial photography, those things. Direct is customers who are finding your listing searching exactly for your business name, which that's interesting. One of them will be me because I search for Fresh Prince Media. <laughs> well, I don't think you searched 4,000 times, so there's got to be a few <laughs> other people. But I'm wondering if there's something like a business that's a very similar name. It would be interesting, yeah, because Fresh Print Media, if you just literally search Fresh Print Media into Google, your Instagram comes up at the top, your Google My Business comes up at the right, freshprintmedia.com comes out as the second listing. You are dominating searching for your actual name, which is incredible. You're showing up all down those. There is one slightly further down that's freshprint.biz, which is someone else, but you're showing up for all of those, Christina. So Maybe people are searching for fresh print media. Who knows? Well, I don't know. If they are, I'd like to know why one of these 4,000 people hasn't booked. <laughs> <laughs> why haven't they messaged me? Why haven't they messaged me? It is quite interesting. What are the terms they're searching for? Because I believe under insights, you okay. can see the actual terms people are searching for. Where customers view your business. Okay. Searches, trig 697 searches triggered your business profile. Okay. Maybe that's what we're looking for. And this is in, this is November through April. The top one is fresh print. No, print fresh. Are you printing fresh? Um, that's <laughs> 606. The second one is print ninja. And that's 70 people search that. The third one is fresh print media and 21 search that. So maybe that's just us. It probably is 20, just us. 21 over three months is yeah. possible. And then there's a bunch that are kind of all over the place. Camera stores near me, fresh print, fresh print media, all one word. Photo Ninja again, or oh, the other one was Print Ninja. Places to take headshots in Echo Park. It seems like it's skewed. I'm not 
showing up for photography stuff for the most part. No, we're showing up for when they're searching for other businesses, which that have a similar name is not ideal because they're searching for other businesses. And if they're searching for another business directly, they're probably wanting to actually find that business. It's not well, ideal. These don't even seem like they're in the same category necessarily. So no, and it's kind of a waste of time to show up for those because if someone's looking for a print service. And you're showing up for that. They don't want you. They want to print their photography. So it doesn't really help us. So actually, this has given us some good insight that our current profile is not working. It's bringing us the wrong type of people. And that is what we need to change. Yeah. This print fresh is either a, is a pajama shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, and print fresh studios, they create like clothing prints, like pattern, like fabric prints. So that's um, definitely not, not related. So, and it's interesting because your company name has the title print in it. So that's yeah. what they're going off of. Google's going, well, she says she prints stuff. We'll show her up for this things. And that's just how the algorithm has made it work. So we need to find a way by adding in text, writing articles, getting the reviews in the right way to make sure you show up for what you actually do, not for printing pajamas. Would it be, you got to spitball some ideas here. Would it be strange to change the name on Google to like Fresh Print Media and Photography or like FPM Photography? You like just skew it for that listing? I mean, it wouldn't change like the nuts and bolts of how I do anything. I feel like if you had fresh print media and photography, that could work beautifully. I don't see any problem with doing that. Then it's actually got one of the keywords in the title because at the moment, the title keywords are print and media, which people are probably not going to be searching for either of those if they want to buy your services. I very much doubt someone's going in to go media services, Los Angeles, and they're definitely print services. Los Angeles is not what you do. So yeah, I see no problem with changing it slightly to reflect what you actually do because it's going to help the customers and it's going to give better results coming up in Google. Would you do like, and like say I did Fresh Print Media, would you just do like and photography or and commercial photography or would you do like dash commercial photography as like a, like a tagline almost? Like yeah, like a little semicolon or sorry, a full colon and then commercial photography. I think that's a great idea because then it has both words and tells people what you do. It also helps Google to understand what you do and bring you up for actual relevant results. Because at the moment, if you're showing up for the other ones, the people searching for that don't want you to show up for that because they're trying to buy something else. So I only see a positive for both you, Google and the customers by doing that. Otherwise, we're wasting everyone's time. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I changed it. It's under review. We'll see what happens. But I mean, it can't hurt, right? Exactly. Then there is one other part of this that's called Google Posts feature, which allows you to put like short articles and photos online. You can use that to post a short thing about your business on there, which then like that will help to show Google what you actually do. So I would be thinking, well, let's do a post about a commercial photography project you've done with two photos and say that you've done it, say what you're doing and put it out there because that's going to help you to show up. And I guess the good news is you can kind of repurpose. If you've done any blog posts for your blog, you can use a similar text in some of the pictures, 
we can repurpose it and use it for all of these different things. And I think it's going to help you to show up for what you actually do. Okay, so we've got a few bits to do on this to help get going. What do you think the top actions are, Christina? Well, we'll check in on the stuff that's pending. I'll go back through the services tab and make sure I'm adding any like little sub services under each item. I'll probably add more photos. I'll do a post because I can control that. And then my next step will be to draft some emails to some people that I've worked with and ask them to leave me a review and give them kind of, I guess, a framework with the the keywords. I love that. And I absolutely and some love images. That. I'll just take, you know, I'll just take whatever I exported for them last and choose a couple photos and be like, hey, if you if it's not too much trouble, <laughs> if you could if you could attach these. I love that. And then when we're in Mexico, maybe you can snap a photo of my ugly mug and then I'll do your review as well. And we can start to just build this up. I think that's what it is. And working to get the reviews will work to get it up. And there's no real magic amongst this. It's just slowly doing the pieces and slowly doing the work to make sure we show up for the terms that people are actually searching for. Yeah. And this is the long-term strategy to bring customers in because we, up until this point, have been doing the very direct, let's reach out and get customers, which is very important and we must maintain doing that. And alongside, we can slowly build up our profile so that hopefully the customers will actually start to come to us eventually. We. We, exactly. Come to us. Come to us. Please come to us. Please come to us. We'll put, we'll, be, we'll put ourselves out there and we'll see if they start to come to us. So I think the next steps for us is to do that work and then we'll check in in a month's time and see what happens next. And we'll keep working on your profile. And what I think will be really interesting for the audience and for us is this work that we're doing, does it actually work? Are we actually getting up the listings? Have we made it? Can we find ourselves under commercial photography? Have we started to get up those listings? And that's what Christina and I are going to track over the coming months. And we will let you know on the podcast how we're doing. But if you're listening to this, go create your Google My Business profile, fill out the details, add your profile pics, get some reviews, start doing it. It is an incredible source of traffic for your business once you get it working. So take action, make it happen, build your Google My Business profile, and let's start to work to get customers coming to you. Normally, I leave a long summary at the end of the episodes, but this time, I don't need to. There's only one thing I want you to try. Go to Google, type in Google My Business, and open a Google My Business account for your business. Get yourself on the maps, help people to find you, and let's see if we can get you some customers. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.